The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the voice. Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to discuss PR and journalism strategies. Joining us is Melanie Diesel, who is the co-founder and vice president of marketing at The Convoy, which is a B2B marketplace that helps small businesses save money on everyday expenses. She's also the former chief content marketing officer at Story Fuel and the author of the Content Fuel Framework book. And today, Melanie and I are going to discuss how you can increase your chances of getting PR coverage. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first part of my conversation with Melanie Diesel, the co-founder and VP of marketing at The Convoy. Melanie, welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for having me. Excited to have you as a guest and congratulations are in order. You were the chief content marketing officer at StoryFuel, a copywriting-centric brand. You're a successful author with the Content Fuel Framework, but you just took a new gig. Tell us about what you're up to these days. I did, I did. So yeah, it's it's very in line with with my values, which is something that I'm I'm super proud of. You know, all the writing that I've been done has always been to help small business owners, marketers kind of tell their stories better. That's the work we were doing with Story Fuel. And now with the convoy, we are essentially trying to create a Groupon-like experience for small businesses to help them save money on their expenses, cut back on their overhead, and, and basically help make it easier to be a small business owner in the country. And so it, it feels very much like we're helping the underdog and a lot of that is happening through our marketing. So I'm still getting to use all those very same skills, but a really exciting opportunity to, to build something from the ground up. So taking your content marketing experience and using it to help small business owners as a small business owner. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> awesome. All right. 
Thanks, everybody. Good night. No, just kidding. <laughs> we, we've got some PR stuff to talk about. Look, you, you're a specialist when it comes to content marketing, and, and you wrote the Content Fuel Framework. I've got content questions, and I'll set the, uh, set the stage here. We're, we're rebranding. The Voices of Search podcast is owned by my company, which was called Ben J. Shap LLC. Very me, me, me now, isn't it? It was an independent marketing consulting, so I was the product. But we've changed. We've grown. And now we're calling ourselves I Hear Everything, which is a new media company that helps with content as a service. We've got a podcast network. We help create cultivators. Hopefully, everybody on the podcast that's a regular listener has already heard all this stuff before. But we have to tell people that are not our podcast listeners who might be our prospective clients, the, the marketers and, and executives out there that are interested in taking advantage of new media. I got to figure out how to get the word out there. We can write until our fingers turn blue, but at some point we need some help from people with existing audiences outside of our own. How do we increase our chances of getting PR coverage? One of the things that's really tough is that most of the time when we want PR coverage, like we're super excited about whatever it is that we're sharing. And it's sometimes difficult to make other people get as excited if they're outside the organization. So the first thing that you want to do is really consider for the specific folks that you're reaching out to rather than just sort of blasting the same thing to everyone. But for the specific maybe journalists or columnists that you're reaching out to, what is it that that makes this interesting for their audience, right? And I think it's a little bit of a switching to the other person's shoes, but really wondering what is it that they would be excited to share with their audience? How does this impact their audience? How does it help? If you can take that their reader-centric approach to your press release, to your pitches, you'll find that you're much more successful if you're focusing on their audience rather than your own. See, you're more sophisticated than us because you're making the assumption that we already know who to reach out to. So increasing your chances of PR, yeah, sure, I get it. Hey, put yourself in the writer's shoes. If they're someone who covers the podcast space, talk about what you're doing that's innovative in the podcast space. But how do I figure out who the journalists are? How do I source my list? How do I get to the point of thinking about their readers? Talk to me about list cultivation. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a bunch of ways you can do this with varying degrees of uh, ickiness, I would say. There's always the buy a list option, which I do not recommend. You know, gets you into some trouble with Can Spam Act if you're just going to buy a list from someone without permission. But there are some some services that can help you. There are a lot of individual folks, PR experts, and things like that who can help sort of cultivate that list for you if it's not something you have the skills, desire, or time to be able to do. But it can be done your own sort of ad hoc. So I would say to, to talk to yourself and your team and others in your industry and just try to figure out who are the folks that we're listening to? What newsletters are we subscribed to? What podcasts are we listening to? What articles do we come back to time and again? What websites do we bookmark? And just trying to figure out where are those places that, that we're going for information because there's a good chance that other folks like you who are in your space are going to be going to those same places. And the other thing you could do is just go to some of these, these resources and search for similar keywords. So, you know, if you're going to look at, I don't know the exact publication you might go after, but let's say you're, you're really making an innovation and a tech play with the rebrand, maybe go look at TechCrunch and you search for audio or podcast network, search for some of those keywords and see what names are coming up over and over again. Who are the folks who are consistently writing about audio, consistently writing about podcast networks? And that's going to be a good indication that there's someone you should reach out to. And I think having understanding of their back catalog, so to speak, knowing what they've been writing about is, is a big leg up when it comes to being able to figure out why they might be interested. 
Okay, so there's the list sourcing, which is kind of similar to keyword sourcing. And I don't want to make this episode all about me while I do appreciate your advice. (laughs) The collection of SEOs and content marketers that are listening to this, some of them are sitting around saying, hey, I'm not a PR expert and I can figure this out. I can go build my list and I can go write my templates. But you did mention, well, there are PR firms that are out there. So how do you figure out the build versus buy solution? Should I be going and hiring a $10,000 a month PR firm to go get me into the Wall Street Journal and and other major publications? Should I be spending $3,000 a month for somebody to do cold outreach on my behalf? Should I just bite the bullet and do it myself and put other projects on the back burner? How do you figure out whether you should be doing the work or hiring somebody else who's a trained professional? So uh, unfortunately, like many things in marketing, the answer is it it depends. depends. (laughs) It depends. But maybe we could talk about what it depends on so that hopefully it's easier to make that decision, right? So the first one, obviously, is like your own willingness and available time. If you've got the time and you're curious and it can save you money, especially if you're strapped for resources, you're bootstrapping your company or whatever else, then it's it's a good opportunity for you to dig in. I would also say if you work in a sales capacity or if you have folks working in a sales capacity, they will probably gain a lot of value from helping with this kind of research to know who those heavy hitters are. So it can be sort of a collaborative effort if you need to split it amongst people. If you are either like you need it yesterday, you don't have time to do it yourself, or it's just something that like is not remotely within your interest or skill set, it's going to be like pulling teeth and maybe we find someone who can help you. There are, yeah, like you said, varying tiers that you can go with. Starting at the the very base level, I don't want to give out an exact price, but you can find people on sites like Fiverr and Upwork who will give you sort of a pre-made list of folks in a certain industry that you can then select from. So kind of like narrowing it down yourself, but it saves you some of the startup work, I guess, for double digits or 30 bucks for 50 bucks. And you can also find folks similar in price from 50 to maybe 200 who will custom curate a list for you based on a couple simple inputs that you give. Now, obviously, you get what you pay for. So if you're on Fiverr and you're just asking for a list of emails, you're just going to get a list of emails. If you're looking for someone who's going to be more hands-on with you, who's going to help you determine what would be strategically correct for you to pursue, it's going to help you craft a press release, who's going to pitch you to the media, you're going to be looking at one of those much more expensive engagements. And Again, it varies. There are individual practitioners that might charge a couple thousand dollars a month. There are firms who can charge tens of thousands or or a hundred thousand a month. There's a massive swing in price range there. But the one thing I want to share is that it is so much smarter to start small and work your way up. Oftentimes, there's major contracts associated with some of those larger firms that are almost impossible to to get out of without losing your shirt. So if you're not sure, if you are just trying to figure it out, I would start small and build up. And also know that you mentioned like getting in the Wall Street Journal, that may not actually help your business as much as you think it would. Worry less about the size and notoriety of the publication that you might get featured in and worry more about whether that publication captures your target audience. So help me evaluate. I got a pitch the other day from a PR firm. And I think it was probably about what I expected. Hey, we're going to charge $10,000 a month. It's a minimum three-month commitment. So $30,000 and after that, it's month to month. And we've got relationships with some of the major publications that have gravitas. So at a bare minimum, you could say as featured in Newsweek and the Wall Street Journal, we'll get a, a publication or two because we already know the authors. 
And we're going to reach out to some other people that are a little bit more, I don't know, vertical specific. For us, it's the, the marketing specific rags. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So what's the expected outcome when you go through this, let's say, quarter-long process and somebody's pitching you to 30 to 50 publications? What's the expectation of what you would get out of this type of relationship? You're not going to believe this, but it depends. It depends. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple different business models is the real answer here. Many PR firms are sort of just, you pay and we're going to do our best for you. Like the example you gave here, you know, this is what it costs per month. And we're going to reach out to some folks and what happens happens is the dominant model of what you'll see out there. There are some that will set expectations of a minimum of three publications a month, or, you know, on average, we deliver five appearances per month or whatever the case may be. That will be based on their own network and their own success rate of, of getting placements. But you can certainly you can and should ask for average outcomes per month or, or per quarter based on your contract. But you will also find some folks, particularly individuals or newer or scrappier companies or, or individuals that will do it based on outcome. So meaning you don't pay unless you appear. And then there's sort of like a, a per appearance fee, right? Or a per... Um, per feature fee of some kind. So I think depending on your expectations of, am I looking for kind of a long-term strategy where we're building relationships and I might not get as many placements this month, but I'm building those relationships over the long-term for the benefit of the business, then maybe going for one of those longer-term contracts will, will work out well. If you are like, we're launching a new thing next month, or we've got a big release coming out and we need attention within the next two months, then maybe you want to go with someone who's a little scrappier, who's going to pay based on appearance because you know they're going to be hustling hard in the short term to get you featured as soon as possible. Okay, so there's a couple different business models, but I guess the question is, what's the end output? Mostly, I understand that there's visibility and credibility when you're featured on publications. People think that you're serious if other people are writing about you. But from a business and revenue impact, you know, how do we think about the value of the backlinks, the traffic? How do we try to quantify and measure an ROI from PR campaign? 
Yeah, I'm always the first to admit math is not my strong suit. So I'm going to shy away from giving you a specific formula. But I will say that there are plenty of templates out there that you can search for, for like PR, ROI calculations. There's probably calculators as well that you could just plug some stuff into. But yeah, you want to look at a couple different things. Obviously, you want to examine backlinks and whether those are do follow and, and is that going to actually help you based on their reputation and yours. You want to look at their visibility or reach. So depending on how much data that you're able to get or they're willing to share with you, what were the total impressions of this article? You know, How many people read it or watched the video or whatever the case may be based on format? Because there is value in, in reach and awareness you know, depending on the stage of your business. And then as much as you can, try to find means of attribution so that you can see when new business does come in, when new customers come in, is it coming from that? So this is why every time you, you fill out most forms, you get the, how did you hear about us? And there's the drop down with like 47 different options. It's an attempt to kind of attribute a lot of that stuff to say, okay, you heard us on a podcast or read an article about us or found us on social media. So those kinds of things can be helpful. It also depends on how sophisticated your tracking tools are. I know a lot of smaller businesses are like just working with basic Google Analytics if they're lucky. You may not have the level of visibility into how much traffic is coming from a source like that if you're not super savvy and don't have a lot of a lot of experience there. But many larger organizations have plenty of of software that they're able to, to more easily attribute some of that stuff. So in an ideal world, get as much information as you can from either your PR rep or or the publication and hosts of your coverage themselves, and try to apply that based on your business priorities to see whether it's worth your time. But there's also some level of like. Magic. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't quantify. It's not going to fit in our formula. But there is like something to be said for the the kismet that comes from things like this. I mean, it's hard to predict. But I have many times had someone say, "Oh, I heard you on this podcast, which I recorded like two years ago or something," and they've decided they want me to come speak at their event. I couldn't have predicted that. I couldn't have put it in the formula. But you know that can things can come from those kinds of things. So there is definitely an opportunity to revisit and have sort of a long term view of it. You know, I think that there's a couple different ways that you can measure the value out of public relations and running a campaign like we're talking about. And this goes with any sort of content syndication strategies. There's the direct traffic value that you get. Look, how many people went during the week when the article was published? You know, we saw a spike. We get the referrals. We can track that and figure out if there is a return on investment from a direct response perspective. Often, you're not going to measure a real positive ROI from a direct response from a PR campaign. It's hard to get more than what you pay for. You think about the link structure, right? You're getting credibility from search engines because these notable publications are writing about you and positioning you and helping you solidify what your brand is about in the eyes of Google and the other search engines. And then there is the unquantifiable. If we put ourselves out there, people are going to be exposed to our content and we're going to just be better recognized. We're going to be more well-known and hopefully have more credibility because the people that are talking about us have credibility with their audiences. Calculating ROI from something like PR is incredibly difficult, if not impossible, but there's a multiple different ways where it does have value and it's each individual SEO, business maker, content marketer's job to try to figure out what the balance is for them. Like Melanie says, it depends. 
And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Melanie Diesel, the co-founder and VP of Marketing at The Convoy and the author of the Content Fuel Framework. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Melanie and I are going to talk about journalism best practices for SEOs. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Melanie, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter where her handle is mdiesel, that's M-D-E-Z-I-E-L, or you could visit her company's website, which is theconvoy.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.